it off of my TV. So it's just like normal pictures. So it's like not distracting, you know? I mean, I don't think it's distracting. And plus, we, and plus I'm kind of leaning more towards like putting it all on Spotify now. Because like when oh, I put okay, the okay. last video on YouTube, it's like they took it down for like, uh, like I told you, right, about the whole vaccine thing. And I just don't oh, want that to happen yeah. again. Because, you know, like, I want to keep it raw. You know, like how I said, I keep yeah. it raw. No edits. Just genuine raw. But what is it in, yeah, in, in the show? Like, like, what are you watching? Uh, Right now, it's just some rapper. It's just, I just play music on my TV. That's how I stream it and stuff. So, yeah. Well, do I don't know who videos, it is. Then? Do you feel like a... So... So you're one of those people that goes on YouTube and it just puts on the music video, like any music video. Yeah, yeah. But I don't, I don't watch the music video. I'm like listening to music, like I have music on in the background, like twenty four seven. Like I have to have music. <laughs> so, so do you like? Do you like think better or draw better when you're playing music, or do you think you need silence? I need music for sure. Like silence makes me stay in like loops because like music just helps me flow better and like just push me you know like it, it's it's motivating like certain songs can get me up and like uh, push me to do something you know yeah well like, like what do you mean by gets you in a loop like when you're like let's say someone told you how to stay in a, like a like those boxes where you, there's no, there's nothing, it's just a white box, no music, no sounds or nothing. Like, would you do that for like, let's say $50 or something? Fuck no, <laughs> fuck no. Why I'd no? rather be broke and fucking, why not? Cause music is my life. I, I listen to it every day, like every, every second. It's not a time where I don't, <laughs> so. It just, it's like therapy to me, you know? Mm. But like, in what way? Cause like, cause I understand you. Do you think different songs put you in different moods? Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. There's different, there's different types of frequencies it can give off. And like, sometimes it's like, I'm like in a mood where I'm just trying to just chill and stuff. And I'll just put on some music that's gonna like have me relaxed and like, focused like say if I'm painting or something I'm gonna put on some like meditation music or some shit like some mantras like yeah that's what that's what I usually do how how do you meditate do you meditate saying saying a mantra or do you just or, or is it different every day um I don't meditate every day I try to mm. like it's something I want to make part of my routine but I do do it I am experienced in it so I'll just tell you from my experience because it, it's different for everybody you know like how they yeah. practice it because meditation what it means it's just a practice and meditating will help you like lift your vibration and raise raise that energy you know because everyone has their own like aura and mm. When people come around, you can feel like the type of energy they bring with them, you know? And so like, I just feel like meditating helps you focus. It really teaches you how to focus because all your life, 
your teachers and your parents are like, focus, focus. But have you ever really been taught to focus? Do you really know how to focus? Like, but meditation, that's, that's what it is. It's, it's a practice. Like, at first it's hard. A lot of people say it's hard, like, like, but it's not that complex, you know? It's just breathing, focusing on your breathing. And you can add um, mantras and affirmations to that, like setting your intentions. Like you can put that out in the universe. So, cause whatever you put out in the universe, you're gonna get back, you know? And what's, yeah. Sorry just, to cut you off, but like, what's your idea? Cause I hear like this vibrations and I hear to give the universe, give it back. Like what's your idea of life? Like if you had to describe to someone, would you believe in this whole box of life? Like why we're here, why people are the way that they are how you can achieve or like what's like what like what do you believe in like what's your god like like all of that um i'm more i believe there's god within everything and everyone so like what i mean by that is like there's a higher self within something so like there's a god within everything there's a god within me there's a god within you and that that's just like your higher self that like speaks to you you know like the highest potential you could reach like mm. you know what i'm saying yeah 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 and i just believe in energy like the type of energy you like be the energy you want to attract so if you want positive outcomes in life and like good opportunities and stuff like that I believe like just being positive you know lift lifting up your vibration and like sharing it with people of course if you have that extra energy to share with people because you can make energy exchanges without even really trying you know like right here we're exchanging energy just by talking to each other you know yeah. like it's yeah I kind of lost my chance on <laughs> Then, but well, what what advice can you give to someone who has low energy? And what is low, low energy. energy? Like, is low energy someone that's negative or someone that has emotional potential? So, from what I believe, I, these are just my beliefs. I don't know. Some like I don't want anyone to get mad if like like no, that's not it. But this is just what I believe and what I mm. go by. Um, I believe low energy like means high anxiety, depression, like suicidal like you're just low your vibration is low your frequency is not like high you know and so advice I would give to someone with low energy is meditate and work on yourself like stop exchanging energy with these other people stop trying to make people happy like you have to work on yourself you have to get your vibration back up and back and I feel like meditation meditating really helps that because I've been in a situation like how I got into meditation is because I got really depressed and I got really suicidal like when I was like 14 and I just was like this this ain't it you know I was like this is not me this is not how I think like and I wanted to get myself out of it so like my mom has always had like she's always told me about healing stones so they've always been in my life so like amethyst, rose quartz, like all that stuff, you know? So I got into meditating with my stones and it helped me so much. Like 
it it really lifted up my vibration and I finally felt myself again. It's weird, you know, but it's like the kind of energy you want to attract. Like if you don't want to, you have to recognize first that you're in that lower vibration. You're going to want to have to pull yourself out of that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Now I get you. Do you, do you think, cause like from what you're saying, do you, do you think that these healing stones are like a big, boost to like your well-being uh personally yes i i have they're around me 24 7 like i always wear them i always have them in my bags and my pockets like all around my room like it definitely is a boost and like just like if you don't believe in any in anything then it's not gonna work you know mm-hmm. Do you think it's like a, like you can do it with, with lots of things. So like, let's say, let's say I, I, I bring a candle and like you said, like, if I don't believe it, it's not going to work. Do you think I would need that candle and like believe it's going to do something for me? Or like, like, do you think that would have the same effect as me not just like meditating by myself and having that affirmation of like, I believe this is going to happen. Like, like, do you think the crystals are a support system or a like, like, like a second engine type thing? Second engine as in like, it's a higher chance to like work, like attracting that, wait, what do you mean? like? yeah sorry just just like let me rephrase it let's say like do you think crystals in general are like something that will help you no matter what or something that you only have to take with good intentions good intentions for sure it's like all about your intent with things you have to set your intentions and you have to, like manifesting, you know, like, right. like I said earlier, that the type of energy you're going to put out there, like, it's going to give you right back. Like the universe hears it. It doesn't hear what you want and what you don't want. It's going to hear what you're putting out there. And then it will decide, you know, like, mm-hmm. depending on what your true intentions are with whatever you're dealing with. So do you think there's people that will always have bad intentions? Like, do you think humans are just that interchangeable where there always will be bad? Oh, yeah, definitely. I, without the bad, without the chaos, there would be no good, you know? Because if there was no chaos, if there was not these murderers or these fucking um, terrorists, all this shit, then we wouldn't know, like, the good side of that, you know? Like, we, there'd be no chaos so life would just be like at a fucking flat line life wouldn't be like you know you're supposed to go through the highs the lows all that shit you gotta gain wisdom and knowledge from all that shit that you go through so yeah I do believe there will always be those people with bad intentions because without it we wouldn't really be able to fill like I feel like but, that's what represents life because without yeah. Like that's why I have this tattoo because mm-hmm. without the without the negative, yin and there's yang. no positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yin and yang. So without the negative, there's no positive. They balance. They balance each other. 
it's it's balance you know like you can't have good all the time but just like you can't have bad all the time it's gonna balance out sooner or later yeah because i'm reading this this book actually that's talking about the taoists and the chaos and order and and what i found that was really interesting is that they said clearly like life is suffering like life will always have pain and suffering like no matter what and they were like it's how you react to it is that what matters yeah you know and do do you think like these because there's people that want these governments where like they're, they're perfect to where everyone gets what they deserve and do, do you think that's possible? For for what? A perfect for government? Like a, a utopia or... type thing, you know? Is it possible? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I just... I feel like that takes a lot of trust. And there's no trust in this world anymore. I feel like there's a lot of separation. Of course, there's like the people that are trying to make things better, but I don't know. I just feel like that takes a lot of trust and there's like no trust. <laughs> but what's the cause of that, you think, that we have no trust? Because everyone is against each other with religion, race, like, this fucking COVID shit, like, sorry, I, can I swear? Yeah, yeah, okay. cool. <laughs> whatever you want to say. <laughs> I'm just making sure, I'm just making sure. But, yeah, I just feel like they're making all these labels and all these things to divide us, you know? So we have a reason to be like, oh, well, so-and-so is this, so we don't fuck with them, you know? You know, vice versa, it, it goes... Mm both ways so, so what's your so what's your idea on that like let's say someone betrays you or something does something to you what's your idea on your friends being friends with them it depends that that's a really good topic because like that's that topic is like something i've dealt with a lot and like that's a, mm. a reason why i don't have a lot of the friends i do now but I think it just depends on what what happened, like what the situation was. Like, mm. if it was like a full-on disrespectful situation, then I would just not fuck with that person for my own well-being, you know? Yeah. But I don't know. It just depends. It depends. Because if the person was really, really dirty and scandalous, and my closest friend was fucking with them, I wouldn't feel comfortable. I would back up and be like, all right, I'm out. Like, I'll ride solo. You know, I don't give a fuck. But if it if it's just something like nothing too personal, then I don't I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I understand you. Do you think like the like the things that happen to you? Do you think of uh, of this idea that bad things happen to good people? Like, like do you be- not not believe because it's true but yes I do you think of it like that yeah I do because I tend like I'm a giver like in friendships relationships I'm a giver like that's just the kind of person I am like 
I'm really about loyalty and all that shit. So like, um, I just feel like having a good heart makes you vulnerable and vulner vulnerability attracts fucking like takers, you know, like givers attract takers. And then that's when those takers, you know, cause like givers mm. are too nice. They, they want to see the good in those people, okay. even though they're showing them th this, this and that, like, no, they're still good. And it just keeps happening and keeps happening. Cause like, you just have a good heart, you know? But then there's a point where it's like, all right, I'm done. Like, I'm done fucking with anybody. Like, I got to get this shit on my own. Like, why am I wasting my energy on these people? Like, because I realized once I stopped fucking with people and I really put the time and energy into myself, I've progressed. I've been going up, you know? And that was probably, like, the best thing I ever did because I really did revolve my life around friends. And, like, I just wanted to make things better all the time. But yeah, yeah, I get you. Like, 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 I think you went from like this giver mode to like a mode of like, okay, I give to those that deserve it. Yes. I and I don't take, I, I accept. Yes. Type of thing. And, and it's like now, like even today, like I think people, I think we're all born givers. All right, we're all born with this basic knowledge of this basic moral code as kids. We always want to give, but then once someone takes, it's like a switch. Like people, once they get like something happens to them or someone betrays them, it's like instead of doing the middle, like you said, like give and accept, they now turn from givers to take to now, you know what? Since this person did me dirty, I'm gonna do the same thing to other people. And, and the thing is, some people don't even have that intention. Like, like hurt people don't even have the intention to hurt people, but because they're hurt, they're going to bleed on other people. They're going to, yeah. they're going to turn other givers into takers. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. But then, but then I have this question, like if, if, if that's the case, then we should be treating takers like givers, correct? Like we should be nicer to them. At the same time, it's kind of like hard because you can't seem to for forget the wrongdoings they did, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I get what you mean. I mean, I don't think you should, like, be nicer, you know, because, like, they have their set intents from the beginning. Like, they know exactly what they're doing. So I just think it's best just avoid that if you run into a person like that avoid that like because it gets messy and it can be manipulating and you know those like they're just attracting that energy so if they want to be a taker they can attract that fucking taker energy and because misery loves company you know they can be together they can stay together <laughs> so the so the best thing is kind of just to like distance yourself like there's no contact type thing Definitely. Now, now maybe it's like this, <laughs> this like version of me. It's cause like, it's like I'm a naturally nice person. Like I always want the best for people. You know, I look yes. at someone and, and I always wonder like what went wrong? Like what makes, like what is the reason you're acting that way? So it's like when, when, when people do me wrong, I cut them off. 
boom, you're out of my life. But then in the back of my head, it's like, what could I have done to avoid that? You know? Like, do you think sometimes you have to treat some people with extra care? Or do you think it's like, you kind of have to let them be them, in a sense? I, I think you definitely have to let people make their own choices. Like, mm -hmm. let them be them. Because the, if they're showing you their true colors, their true intents, then that's a test for you like you either gonna put your energy into that into something that's taking it from you or do you want to put your energy somewhere that's more beneficial that's going to help you move up instead of just mm. taking it from you does that make sense yeah exactly yeah yeah because i was actually thinking that when you're right i was thinking you know what like there is this something in me where i want to help other people but the thing is that uh, this thing is that i learned that i really really love is that it said, treat yourself as if you're someone that you want to help. Yeah. So it's like we often forget about ourselves. You know, it's like we always want to love, love, yes. love. We always want to find this partner. But the thing is, like, we really are that. We really have to treat ourselves the same way. Yeah, you know? our soul. We have to feed our soul. It's not just the body. It's not just what's out here. It's inside. It's like that higher voice that speaks mm -hmm. to you every morning it's that it's like it's that that you've got to like follow well that's what I follow every day you know I, I follow what I feel like is right and like whatever makes me happy yeah I mean I've been seeing you post on your snap that you've been working out like you've been yeah. in in the lab putting in the work fuck yeah what what benefits have you seen from like working out like do you work out like every day of the week do you have a, like a schedule uh i try to work out every day every day if okay. not then the least is like three days a week mm -hmm. what 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 benefits like have you seen already from just working out putting in the work benefits mentally and physically mm -hmm. okay and spiritually physically? let's say too all right well physically well, you know, if you work out, you put in that work, you're going to see your body coming in the way you want it. You know, like I have a goal and I'm really like working towards it because like, I just want to feel good about myself outside. Because like when I was little, I had really like insecure problems and stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. So like now that I'm where I'm at, where I want to be now, it's like boost my confidence so much so much and when you're taking care of yourself like all around because like it's not just working out it's diet like eating healthy you know like feeding your soul like inside and out it, it feels great I feel so open like to the universe and like the signs that the universe will give me I can tell because like I take care of my body you know what I'm saying and mentally it's just had a really positive effect on me like, I just feel like when you work on yourself, nobody can fuck with you. When you're really at peace with yourself or you're working, you're on the road, you're on that journey, nobody can fuck with you. Nobody can fucking tear you down, for real. Like, when you build that, sh that platform for yourself, 
untouchable basically you know like but like I have good intentions though like pure good intentions like it's not like about oh I'm better blah blah blah, blah. like I'm humble with it you know like I, I don't yeah <laughs> I like to get cocky about it but it makes me feel good and I express that see my my thinking as well is that I think sometimes you should like flaunt it I think sometimes like you should be proud of your work and you should express it you know now I'm not saying like to put someone down but to be or like be cocky but like be confident you know Definitely. but it's like nowadays if you're too confident people like they're like scared of you in a way they, yeah. they, they kind of back away because they're like oh this person's trying to bring you down when in reality you're really not you really just expressing the, I feel the like, positives I yeah I totally I totally see that but I feel like it's a lot of like I feel like there's like me and my brother were talking about this there's like a spiritual war within mm -hmm. everyone and everyone everyone in the world right now was going through some shit like on their own shit like spiritually you know so I feel like it's a lot of self-insecurity and a lot of envious, just like those lower vibrations, you know, like I, because like I don't know, I fucking lost my train of thought. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, you're talking about um, that people are so envious and like. Yeah, like insecure. people's own insecurities, they project it onto those people, and it's kind of just like your mind is programmed to protect yourself. So it will lie to like, you won't notice, but it will lie to like protect yourself. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like your, your, your brain naturally does that. So I feel like if a person is feeling like that towards someone, even though they have good intentions, that's their own insecurities, you know? And I feel like one should take that in and like work on that. Instead of having to look at other people's lives and be envious, like go out and get it yourself so you can be confident and post it, you know? So if you want to post it, like, you know, whatever, if that makes you feel good, fuck it. But like, whatever, you know, if you want to flaunt it, then go out and get it yourself. You don't have to like sit and watch people do that shit. Like just go and get yours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I noticed today when I was going to send you the link for the invitation, I, I asked you, you know, if you had your like a Facebook, right? And you said you 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 deactivated it or you, or did you delete it? Both. <laughs> Both. Both. Why yes. is that? Like like is that part of what you were just saying? Like is that part of like the whole envy? Definitely, yeah, definitely a part of my spiritual journey. I guess you would call it like my a part of my growth because I had to get eliminating no 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 no. yeah I had to eliminate that shit because evolution in, involves eliminating so I had to get rid of that to, in order to grow because I feel like that platform out of all social media platforms Facebook is toxic as fuck it's constantly like focused on other people's lives like making people Facebook famous like drama drama petty bullshit just shit that nobody asked about and people are wasting all their time on this shit 
because like I was the victim of that shit. I would notice I'm fucking just scrolling when I could be getting shit done, you know, like but I'm just fucking scrolling, paying attention to other people's lives and shit. But like, I like got out of a relationship and I was just like, I don't want this. Like, this is going to bring negativity to me. This is not going to help me grow or anything, you know, even though all the people on my Facebook loved me, I was just like, no, like I have Instagram, I have Snapchat, you know, I don't need Facebook. This shit's toxic. Like it's, Mm. it doesn't help you grow. (laughs) You're right. It's like, it's like now when I when I even hop on the app, when I swipe, I kind of get disgusted. So now I'm yeah. to the point where it's like I post and I go. So I post what I want to post and then I just go you on with my day, you know? Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, I actually had, I forgot that it was still up because I don't know if my Facebook is up because I swear to God I deleted it and just this whole situation happened. So I was like, fuck no, I'm just going to take it off. Like gonzo. But I don't even know if it's up because I still get notifications about it. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why? Like, like it's literally like a trap. Or like, what do you mean? Huh? Like I get messages. Mail? No. in like a, my phone number, it'll be like Jasmine. So-and-so posted some shit. And it'll be like, why the fuck am I still getting this? Like I deactivated. But I mean, I can check right now, actually, why are you, you doing that? Sorry, someone called me. I don't know if it, like... Oh, it's cool, it's cool. Because <laughs> yeah, your Facebook was your just your normal name, right? Jasmine Marquez? Yeah. Yeah. Marquez. I mean, you're not on here, but that's kind of weird. That's good, that's good. But I just feel like it's a part of the fucking... What's, what's that word called? It's a part of the algorithm. Is that how you say it? Yeah, algorithm. Like it, like it wants it to keep you sucked in. Yeah, it wants it. It wants to it wants me to consume it, but I'm done because I already was so consumed at one point, and I'm like, I'm able to see right past it. Like, why the fuck am I living on Facebook? I'm gonna live in real life and in fucking face to face, Facebook. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. See, because it was crazy because fucking, I think it was yesterday, I shared this one post. I guess Shrek is going to put all their movies on Netflix, right? And I shared it. And I went on with my day. And then I got a notification, you know, someone commented on it. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go respond. And then when I'm on it, it started glitching out. I'm guessing the app was down. So I was like, okay, cool, whatever. And then I hop on Snapchat afterwards. And then I just see people posting it. Like, one minute ago, one minute ago, two minutes ago. Like, oh, shit, is this shit down? And it's, like, it literally just glitched one time out of, like, 365 days. And you guys are tripping over not being able to use the app. It was, like, holy shit. Like, people really. They were, like, is anybody else's Facebook like this? Is anybody else's Facebook? Yeah, see, they're, they're consumed. They're consumed by it. They're. They're, they surrendered to that shit. That's their life. They wake up, go on Facebook, write a status, share something. They, ha- they have to to get by. But it's like, once you're able to see past that, you realize how fucking stupid it is. And you realize it's not your fucking diary. Like, 
you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, like I think like the way the way I use it now, it's like I kind of just use it as a way to express and to promote a like, tool. stuff. You know, and that's how it was intended to be. Really, that's how it was intended to be used. And but then there's times where I catch myself scrolling and it's like I'm in so like I don't know, like this isn't every human. Like like when you drive and you see a crash, you tend to look, right? Yeah. Like you tend to look. oh shoot, like what's happening? Like like it's one of those things that it's like every every post on this is horrible. They're just projecting their insecurities, they're starting to yeah. but it's like I don't want to look away. You know, it's like it's like that You're crash. Consumed. It's like that car crash, you know? And it's the same as fucking TikTok too. And it's like holy shit. Like that's the whole reason. I want to go why, out. That's the whole reason why I don't have TikTok. Because everyone around me is consumed by it. Everyone, TikTok, TikTok. Oh, TikTok this, TikTok that, that. I get it. Like, it's it's a big thing, you know? Like, Dude, I need to delete it now, now that you're saying that. Like, because really. <laughs> it's, it's true. It. Like, I say I want to delete it, and then I never do. But truth is, like, because <laughs> yeah. I had musically you remember when it was musically yeah but I never had it when it was musically I had musically and you know I was doing them fucking things those dances mm-hmm. and shit but then once it hit like like everyone was doing it and all this stuff I was just like kind of backed off from it because I was able to see right through it you know like it's just not something I want to get consumed by because I just see all my peers around me that are constantly fucking talking about it and it's annoying like come on there's more to life than fucking TikTok <laughs> but, but you know what's crazy too like it's like I'm on social media because I, I want this sense that I'm connecting to my friends in a way and it's like yeah. okay now that I want to go outside and talk to them in real life I, I text them hey or I'll just text like some random people like, hey, what you doing like this weekend? Like, let's go out, you know, let's go do something. And it's like, people don't want to go out. Like people are afraid of no. even talking on the phone. It's it like. Has. <laughs> Bro, but so like, like, I'm, I'm the ecosystem. same way. But yeah. Like, but- I use social media as a tool for business. You know, like I'm an artist. I'm trying to fucking get my name out there. That's the only reason why I really use it is to fucking get my art recognized and stuff. So it's like, just try to use it as a tool, more like a fucking hobby, (laughs) you know? Cause like, you're right. People, people can't talk to each other anymore. Like, I, my little cousins and stuff, like, I, they're constantly on the phone, like, texting, like, at home, like, go outside, go fucking do something outside, you know, like, what you're supposed to be doing. Do, do you think it's going to get worse? Like, do you think since, because, like, I kind of, so we, we grew up on social media, but I didn't really grow up on a phone. I didn't have a phone until like I think high school, right? But now there's kids that has have had a phone since like elementary. They literally were born into it. Yeah, I was talking about this to my brother, and like 
I was saying like we we were kind of like the last generation to really have like a real childhood outside. Like now kids are born into this shit. Like they start crying, their mom gives them their phone. They start crying and throwing a fit for the phone. Like they're literally consumed by it, you know? Like they need that shit to get by. And it's like it's not like back back to the first topic we we're talking about. I, it's like it's kind of destroying your your vibrations, like how you put it. Yeah. It's, it's not yeah. Like we weren't intended to use phones. Cause like no. when when you're consuming and by consuming, I mean by taking all these things in that people post, you're sharing that energy and you're you're becoming it you know some people become the stuff that that they're consuming you know because people don't realize that like you don't have to be like be what's in your head in your your thoughts you know what i'm saying yeah i i think that ties with like meditation too because one thing i've learned because um I was watching a, a philosophy teacher talk about meditation and like he was being honest about it. He was like, you know what? Meditation isn't just you sit in silence, you know, you focus on your breathing. The thing is mm-hmm. all humans, whether you like it or not, have bad thoughts. Like, why do you yeah. think humans do what they do? Like you see on the news that say someone, stole drugs from somebody or someone killed somebody that's all because of a thought in their head yeah you know all humans have bad thoughts means like when you're meditating you have to come in tune with the fact that these bad thoughts are not you yeah no and it's like and and there's different types of meditations too like there's there's some like let's say there's some like you were saying for like mantras affirmations and there's some for like, oh, you want to be more calm, be more content with your life, or there's some where it's like, oh, you want to like move on from something you're dealing with. And there's some that are like just straight breathing techniques because breathing really yeah. is like, like I think it's like a natural medicine in a way. Yeah, I you agree. Know? Like I have, I have a tattoo in Sanskrit and it means breathe. And like, like you said, it's like medicine. Like it, it signifies like the first thing we do that we come into the this life, and the last thing that we do, which is see, breathing. You know? See, when you said that, I was like, that's so fucking smart. Like I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Like it's so, it's, it's so factual, but it's like yeah. You think about that. Yeah. Like we. This is how. Like every time we wake up, like we're breathing you know that's what's pushing us that's how we're like moving forward that's how we get to the next day it's like we gotta gotta practice that and like being mindful too like are you are you familiar with um wim hof do you know who that is Mm -hmm. wim hof w-i-m-h-o-f i think it's one f or two and he has a book or like maybe you know him by his nickname. It's called the Iceman. Do you know? The what? The Iceman. Iceman? No, I don't. He, he's like, oh my, he's fucking amazing. So he has this book. I haven't read it yet. 
but I've heard like reviews about it. I've heard people like break it down. But basically, just to like give a resume, this this man kind of took some some teachings. I think it was from, I think it was Hinduism. But it, but they were just talking about how like these breathing techniques, and he and he and he's known for climbing Mount Everest in just shorts. Hey, that's the only thing he was wearing. No, no shirt. No, I don't think he was wearing shoes either. But that's fucking crazy, right? Like that's cold ass temperatures. And he says he he puts it all in his base fact that it's all into your breathing. And and his book has like breathing techniques. And I tried it out for for a day, for a night. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do it. It was um 15. I think it's 15. Like you breathe in. You breathe out, but like it's forced breathing. So you breathe in super hard, breathe it out super hard. And then you do that 15 times for three three sets. And by the end of it, it's like my fingers are tingling because it's like the oxygen's getting through throughout your body, right? Yeah. And he also talks about taking cold showers, talking about how you need your body to be stressed so that it can be relaxed type of thing like if you're dealing with anxiety you have to deal with stressors so that now your body is used to the stressors to where it's like yeah. expecting like it, it knows like i'm ready for this so now you're in a more relaxed state um but yeah like i like i just want to tell you because he's because i mean i haven't read the book but you could probably find it in any bookstore yeah you should like fucking text me right. the artist artist author whatever <laughs> author's name and the book i'm down to read it it sounds really interesting do you, so where did you learn all, all this stuff about like breathing and sanskrit and meditation um where did i learn uh just reading and like research and kind of like my own experiences. Is there um, like is there anybody that you would listen to, or like any let's say instructor that that you looked up to? Do you were like you know what like he's speaking some facts? Yes, I want to say yes. There's definitely been like um, there's this guy on youtube he goes by spiritual soul his spiritual soul or his i don't fucking know one of those two mm. and um he's just like one of those youtubers that like preach and like just on some third eye shit like uh, some mm. really woke shit and i started watching him like two years ago and it really like it taught me a lot it taught me a lot and kind of experimenting with psychedelics has gave me most of my wisdom as well, like about my own spiritual journey, because it's different for everyone. Like, I think, like with psychedelics, like, I think the mainstream media or like the FDA and like the big corporations, they kind of banned it and it kind of painted in this bad light to where people were thinking all the time like oh if you take psychedelics like you're gonna go dumb you know like it's just poisonous mm -hmm. and 
and there's been some recent studies that have pointed out like like if you know about psychedelics then like you've known about this like since forever but these are like recent studies that are finally put out published that they were seeing that microdosing with psychedelics in patients that have like anxiety and depression like they've been shown to improve like drastically they've been shown that it's like it's like a healing Cool. It is. It is. I I can speak for myself. I I mm. can speak from my own experiment because it, it experience because I've experimented with like I I still am experimenting with it and mm. like it it has helped me so much because I have really high anxiety. I have like um mental health issues. You know that. I tend to just go through on my own and microdosing definitely has helped. It has helped. It's just helped me solve those problems that were always there. I just needed some like confirmation to be like, yo, this is it. This is what you need to do. Like if you want things to get better, then, you know, it just kind of shows you results like yeah just kind of like I don't know because I tend to tune in with in my mind and just kind of think like what's what's wrong like what do I need to fix and it will mm. really show me it will really slap me with the fucking truth and I'll like I'll be crying like I won't lie like I'll, I'll be hella crying but then that just means the next day I'm, I'm working like I already know what I need to fix like you know what I'm saying it's it's it definitely helps um you progress mentally like it just takes those problems and put them puts them in front of your face but and, and it's up to you like how you take it you either take it and fix it or and change or like you just stay the same and yeah you stay in the same spot and just keep going in that repetitive cycle what were the type of things that you noticed that you're when you took microdosing, took the psychedelics that you realized, oh, I need to change this? Like, was it about you? Was it about the decisions you were making? Yeah, um, a lot of personal issues, like with my anxieties and with the breakup I've gone through with like relationships at home just like all that stuff it will really show me the truth like it it just exposes it for what it really is you know and then that's when you can see it from all angles and be like okay what am I going to do how am I going to approach this and like it's just a really good thought process because you can slowly take things one at a time and really get a deep understanding about it mm -hmm. so you you had kind of had this layout now of like what you were going through and do you do you see yourself as like a problem solver like someone that always will just try to find the solution uh definitely i mean if something's wrong i'm like i need to fix it you know like if, if i'm unhappy like i i gotta fix that you know like, I, I just, I don't like to stay in situations where I'm not satisfied or not happy. So, yeah, I 
believe I am a problem solver. <laughs> See, because it's like, I, I think nowadays people have this, this ideology of like, if something isn't working, I'm leaving. Like yeah, so quick to give up. Benefit me in any way, I'm gone. You know? And it's like, people have lost that sense of um, the, the, those, those values. Because in my eyes, I'm, I know people might, not disagree, might disagree with me on this, but in my eyes, I think in life, you always have to have rules. You always have to have a certain way to live. Now, I'm not saying my way is your way. I'm just saying we all need some structure in our lives. Because if we don't have structure, then we'll just live life like recklessly and we'll make mistakes that we don't you're, mean. You're talking make. about discipline, right? Mm -hmm. Like disciplining yourself. Like discipline really is the only freedom. And that people yeah. will listen to that and be like, no, like freedom means I can do whatever I want. But when you do whatever you want, the consequences from what you do doesn't give you the freedom, truthfully. And I think, sadly, um, people have leaned away from religion and they have their reasons, you know? Religion is not perfect. Lots of religions are perfect. But they offer like a type of structure. So once people leaned away from that, now they have no structure. Now they have, you know what? I'm the only thing that matters. I'm the best person. Like, it's kind of... Ego. This, this, yeah, this ego. ego. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but then, like, what is the antidote for that? What is the antidote for ego? Humbleness. Being humble, I feel like, because when you're just tied up in that ego, like, you're, you're constantly right you're constantly the center of everything you know but if you humble down you humble you start being humble about everything that ego disappears you know because you're you're forgetting about your input you're being open to all this information that's coming to you no matter what your opinion is no matter what you stand by you're being open that doesn't mean you have to believe it that just means you can be open to it and take it in and just understand it from different perspectives instead of being so full of yourself and your ego and like, no, this is this way, this is that way, you know? It's a dangerous thing. It's like we, we learn it as a kid, but then we kind of don't take it in. Yeah. And, and some people don't even learn it anyways, you know? Some, some people go out in their whole life and they don't... Being prideful, never putting it to the side. <laughs> yeah. And do, do you think it's going to get worse? You think people, because I think like what you said, the antidote to ego is humbleness. I think some people only go through it when they get humbled, not by themselves, but by an outside extremity. So like someone, I don't know, someone bullies them or someone puts them down or they try so hard for something that they don't get it. Um, 
do you think they can do that for themselves? Like, do you think there's a way to get humble by yourself? Definitely. Definitely. By forgetting about your ego, like, this is going to be hard for someone who has a really high ego for themselves. You have to be open. Like, you have to be open-minded. you got to get that missing knowledge that you're lacking in you know like because like there's all you can always improve you can always grow there's there's no fucking stop there's no limit you know so why stay in the same spot like why not let yourself evolve so I don't know it just depends on the person if they really want to grow or not if they want to get rid of that ego because they call that they call that ego death when your ego is gone like it's gone do you so i'm so i'm not sure if you've been to this i'm 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 this you have when you are on your like journey let's say of like finding yourself but like the people like your parents don't would you agree with that how how hard does that make you seem because me personally it's like I I'm somebody or I see myself as somebody that my parents may not like agree with but like that's what I am that's what I want to be you know yeah so what and like I don't know if you've had like if like if you've had the same experience that you had any of the same experiences as that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I have. So I feel like only you really know what's best for you. Like you have to really detach yourself from what your parents think because they might think they know what's best for you, but they don't. They only know what's best for you in their mind they're not you they're they're your parents they're looking out for you they want you to play safe you know but on all serious levels they don't know what's best for you only you deep down if if you're happy with what you're doing if you're happy with what you want to be in life then I feel like that's just a sign like you're on the right path like you know what I'm saying like Mm -hmm. No one else gets to choose what's best for you. Only you know what's best for you. Do you think you can take that approach at like a certain age? Like, do you? Because me personally, I think there also is a time when you have to listen to your parents. Like, as a as a kid, as a child, it's like I have to listen to my parents say because although they might not be right in my eyes, mm-hmm. they are the authority. And yeah. Um, and and I know people when I say this people are like oh well family doesn't mean anything but it's like I take family to a different extent to it's like my parents really do love me I know that for sure but what they tell me is what they really want is the best for me in their eyes like you said so it's like you know what as a child I'm gonna listen to that I'm gonna do what they want me to do because I'm a child I truly know nothing you know but then there's but like, when do you think is the point in life where you're like, okay, now I have to just not do what they say? Like, is there an age or is there like a, 
mental limitation? I don't believe it's age. I believe it's maturity level. Like mm -hmm. once you start having those thoughts of like what like you really want to know yourself and like your purpose I feel like that's when I don't know because for me it was a really young age but I know it's different for everybody you know those those thoughts don't come to everyone at a young age like where they believe they were put here for a reason and they have a purpose here. Like not everyone's gonna discover that at the same time, everyone has their own path in life that they follow. And they follow that by listening to that higher self within yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure, I don't think it has anything to do with, with age. I just feel like it's, that voice inside if you're listening to it the sooner you listen to it like that's what you know you'll have to follow does that make sense <laughs> yeah no yeah it makes sense like it's it's when because i think because i think so this is my belief i think you kind of get a calling at a certain time in your life now for different people it's different times but you kind of get this feeling of i need to get my shit together yeah, like a personal calling. Exactly. Yeah. Like a, like yeah. It could be an experience or just to wake up one day and, you know, you feel that way. And I think right there is when it's like, because I read this one book. Um, it's called The Way of the, of the Superior Man. And one of the chapters was saying to live as if your father was dead. Now that's like a fucking crazy line, you know, when you hear that, you're like, what the fuck? But then it's like, it, it, it goes into depth and it's like, you gotta live as if your father is not there to share his opinion on you. Like you gotta live your exactly. life. Like, there's a time you, oh, what's a what's a story? I think it's, I think it's with birds, but I don't know which, no, I think it's with an eagle. I, I I might get it wrong. There's there's a there's a dad eagle with, with his kid on top of a barn. And they go every day. And eagles don't know how to fly when they're kids. You know, so they always go on top of that barn and and the uh, kid eagle always asks, like, how can I fly like you? You know, and the dad never answers him. And then one day they go on top of that barn and once they're going to head home after the sunset, the eagle, the dad eagle picks up the kid, heads off the barn and just lets him, lets him go. And the kid eagle never, like at this point, never flew, you know, never knew he could fly. But then, so he's obviously panicking. Then he lets out his, his wings and he starts flying just like father. And it's like that thing where it's like, you kind of have to just take your way now. Like your parents have are a vital part in, in your life. And it's sad that some people don't have great parents. It's sad that some people have abusive parents and no parents. And, but it's like they're a vital role to where all things 
for our vital things change. You know, everything changes. Everything comes and goes. So there's going to be a part where you're going to be by yourself and you got to take that leap. And back to the point. Yeah. They're like guides, you know? They're supposed to help guide you, not really control you and tell you what you need to do in life. Because at the end of the day, you're going to do regardless of what you want, you know? So I feel like, like, yeah, they're like guides. What do you think happens after we pass away? I think, I believe in karma. So Mm -hmm. I believe whatever kind of life you lived, what kind of intentions you put out there during your lifetime, I feel like that's going to determine whether you're coming back or you're, you can like move on from reincarnating and coming to earth. And you can basically just energy, you know, cause I believe we become energy after that, mm-hmm. just frequencies and beyond this dimension. And I just feel like we are set here to really understand the concepts of life like love hate envy like all all those negative and positive emotions because life gives you that you're able to feel that that's that's what life is so once you understand all of those I feel like you just unlocked that part like I, I don't know I just feel like once you understand life, you just kind of are free from coming back. Like you're just energy, you're free energy, you know? I just, yeah. <laughs> when, when you say free energy, do you mean like on earth or do you mean like in no, a No, not on earth. Not on earth. I don't know what's beyond earth, you know, until I die. But <laughs> I just believe it's some other type of, it's just, energy pure energy like not anything like how they make it to be like with heaven and hell you know like I feel like that does exist but it's like the mindset I don't know like because I feel like there's old souls and there's new souls. There's souls that have been here on this planet for forever. And then there's those newer souls that are newer, you know, they, they barely came down to earth and stuff. And I believe I'm uh, an old soul. Like I've, I've gone to psychic readings and my psychic has told me like, I'm a really old soul. I've been here for so long. And um, I just feel like my soul is kind of just like, ready to what's the word what's the word (laughs) when you fucking move up what's that word (laughs) do you mean ascend Ascend. some shit like that yeah i just feel like my soul like not this not not this shit like my soul like like deep down Do you, 
so once you ascend into what, what you were saying about how everyone has like their own version of themselves, what what is your belief in like what do you do then? Do you now create a, like a world? Do you not have the power to create worlds? Do you not have or like do you, or can you come back to Earth or like what? I I believe so. Cause at that point, you're just energy. You're floating around. You can fill spaces. You can fucking do whatever the fuck you want. You're just an you're an orb. You're just energy. So I okay, so am I a new soul or or an old soul, you think? Huh? Am I a new soul or an old soul, you think? Because I've never heard about that. I've never heard really? about the new soul, old soul. I feel like you might be a newer soul. You think so? Yeah. Why? Just because, like, the way we're talking about it, like, I don't know. What, what do you feel more connected to? Do you feel like you've been here for a long time? Like, because it's... It's just whatever you feel like you're connected to. Like the reason why I know is because of all the stuff that I am attracted to and what I like. And like, you know, it really feeds my soul when I'm doing something and I'm like, yo, like this is why I'm here. Like I live for this shit, you know? Like that's how I know what what kind of like soul I am. I think I'm very, I think deep down, what really gets me going is talking with people, interacting with people, helping people. But also I like achieving success. And, and I mean like, cause I have this whiteboard in, in my room where I kind of just write down what I do. I pray, I meditate. And like, I just like checking each of those boxes. And it's like, I'm also a very curious soul. So I want to know the answer to everything and I want to know the solution to everything. Mm -hmm. So, but then there's also times where it's like, I don't, but one thing that I can admit to is that I don't know how to, no, I bite my tongue a lot. Meaning if someone I love comes up to me and I disagree with them, I would bite my tongue, you know what? Because it helps you feel better. But at the same time, it's like I've been learning to, you know what? I'm gonna say what I say. You know, yeah. if you don't agree with it, if you don't like it, then it's cool. Hit up. Yeah. Um. So I so I kind of like agree with you. I'd say I'm, I'm more of like a newer soul. And to the point where I, I just feel want like more experience. I just want everything. Yeah. Yeah. So like how you deal with stress too. I feel like because how I deal with stress, I'm like, oh, like it's just different. It hits different on my soul. You know what I'm saying? Cause like I tend to like I have high stresses in my fucking life and you know, like I have anxieties. So like whenever I have to deal with that, it's it just hits different on my soul. Like I have to do different things to like bring myself back because mm. my energy's just been taken. Yeah, I mean, I'd agree with you. I think in in my in like early childhood and even high school, anxiety and stress were like the main thing in my fucking life. But then 
it's like I, I got to this point of it's like the only thing that can fight against stress is like with my own capabilities. There, yeah. there, there was this, there was this fuck. I, I learned this from a book. I forgot what exactly it said. It said, fuck, I lost a train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking of the book. Yeah, it's talking about how, because because cause it's talking about what is stress. No, actually, I, I learned this in my psychology class about what is stress. And I, I remember from the textbook, it was saying about how you will have less stress if you just ask yourself the question of, am I capable? Mm-hmm. Meaning, if I'm stressed because of school, too much homework, am I capable? Like, there's times where, just in this semester, I was like, fuck, I have so much homework to do when I get home. But then it's like, oh, well, I'll do it. Like, I'll find a way anyway. And it's out of my head. You know? And I think working out, like, helped me with that. Because it's like, once you have that bar on you, or, like, once you're hitting that squat and you think you can't go no more, you're like, nah, like, I'm going to get this one down. And you do it. And that, that's really what life is, like pushing yourself to a point where you didn't think you could put yourself to. You can put yeah. that from physical to just anything else in the world. And I think that's why working out is so amazing, you know, because yeah. you learn how to deal with the stress. So I think when it comes to stress and anxiety, I'm, I'm more capable now. Like I'm more, like I welcome it, you know, like when it steps into the room, it's like, fuck like, I didn't want you here, but all right, cool. <laughs> now, you just kind of, you got to face it. You got to face it. Yeah. It's right there. You got to face it. You can't put it to the side or it's going to always fucking be there. You just got to fucking mm-hmm. flow with it. Like, okay, like, let's put this in, in easier terms. Like, let's say I'm playing Super Mario because I like to think of life as like a game sometimes. It's like each level, you know, I'm going through each level. Yeah. And let's say you're you're the Mario, you're going through it, you're almost at the end of the level, but then you see um what are those toilet people called? Those toilet people that are just in the thing. And you have to jump on them and then you know you get the show. I forgot what they're called. But is it the mushroom? No, not the mushroom. They're like toads. They're like they're like the cousin of Yoshi. I don't know, <laughs> but, um, but it's like you gotta gotta kind of gotta look at it like that, or like those final box. Like that's your that's your demons. Let's say that's your pain. That's your stress. So now you gotta find a way around that. You know, actually, actually, no, don't find a way around that. Fight it. You know, you gotta fight the box. Yeah. Because either you go around it by acting like it doesn't exist by using drugs, using other ways to cloud it, it's still going to be there, you know? Yeah, definitely. I agree. Do, do you still deal with, like, anxiety and depression today? Uh, yes. I actually was dealing with seasonal depression during winter, mm-hmm. and... I was like, I wasn't doing good at all. And I tend 
to like just go through things on my own. Like it's hard for me to really reach out for help and like say, be verbal about it. Like I can't, like it's all just in me, you know? And um, I'm falling out of it now because of the good weather. Like it's crazy how like the weather has a lot like the seasons has a lot to do with like that shit like it, it can literally make you sad as fuck and like not want to be here anymore you know yeah and so like, when I get that sun when I get that nature when I get that fresh air and I'm just like sitting outside by myself it's just like yes like oh needed this shit I don't, I don't know what it is but it's like that's what really keeps me going is like being able to go outside and like feel that sun and like be a part of nature yeah no I now I get you like like I feel like I'm either in denial of my own seasonal depression because it's like when it's winter time I just stay home it's boring and this it, like it's different if you have like somebody with you like if you have a relationship you know it really helps because then it's like you're not really thinking about yourself or with somebody else yeah. but I think it's kind of like a test you know, yeah kind of like, it it yeah. definitely is a test because like all that stuff you're going through is temporary like it's just where you're at right now like it's it's temporary, so you don't want to make any permanent decisions, you know. So that that's what I always keep in mind. Like, don't make permanent decisions. This is just temporary, you know. I'm not gonna feel bad like this for so long. Like, I just got I gotta keep going. I I gotta keep pushing. Like, you know, that's the only way shit's gonna get better if you just go through it. You just keep going. What What do you mean by permanent decisions? So like self-harm, suicide, there's a lot of young kids that have lost their lives due to suicide and it's, it fucks you up in the head because sometimes you grow up with them and you just see them, um, you hear some shit on the news, you know, and it's just like, fuck, like that's fucked up. It's, it's something, and especially once you hear about why, it's like, something temporary you know like you they could have gone through it but they're too scared to like get help or reach out for that help you know they just thought they were in it by themselves and that's why they make the decision that permanent decision you know they don't really have someone that's like mm -hmm. pulling themselves out of that because like once you're in that state of mind you're kind of just like like tunnel vision you just see one outcome yeah, it's, it's like, it's kind of like the tipping point of when the pain outdoes the hope. So it's like, as, as humans, I mean, as me, I think I always have hope. But then like, I, so most of my life, I, I never understood it. You know, I didn't, I never went through that much pain. And if I did, there was always a way out, you know. Yeah. But then once I was put into a position where I was thinking about it, it was like, damn, like, I'm thinking about it because I think 
this is how it's going to be forever. Yeah. Because, like, there, there was a time where I, where it's like, I don't want to deal with this shit anymore. Like, I don't want to deal with the suffering. Yeah. You know, but then the next day, it's like, oh, well, something good happened to me today. Yeah. You know, then you kind of have to remember, well, two months ago, I wasn't like this. Three months ago, I wasn't like this. Oh, a year ago, I was, you know, going through some shit, but I got out of it, you know? And it's like, maybe this one seems harder than it probably really is, this problem. But then you kind of have to, like, go through it. Then then you realize. So it's like, that. knowing that, it's like, it gets even more sad thinking about the people that lost their lives because it's like, who knows if the day, if the next day, if you didn't do that the next day, you would have, like, that would have been the day that you would have been starting to get better. Like, that would have been yeah. the way up again. Because as things go down, things go up. You know, that's just how it is. Yeah. Always is. Back to the point that life is suffering. Life will always be suffering. But... Yeah. Was there a time in your life where... Or, like, what was your tipping point, I'd say? You were, like, no, there's hope. So far, like, just through the years that I've had here on Earth. <laughs> um, let's see. It was when um, I got out of... Because you remember when I was, like, in a relationship for a really long time. I just kind of mm-hmm. just went gonzo. Just, like, didn't talk to anyone. Once I got out of that, it was a, like, tipping point. Because it was a lot. I've never gone through anything like that. And it really changed me. It changed me so much. But, like, at that point where I was, I wish I never would have sold myself to love that's that's how what I refer it to like selling yourself to love at a young age that's what I regretted so much for the longest time was do falling in love what you know what whatever I experienced was the closest thing that I think is love you know and it just left a really big impact and just barely today like to this day, I'm getting over it. Like now I can say I am, you know, like I'm in the process of that. Before, maybe like three months ago, four months ago, it just nowhere where I'm at right now. So it's had such a big impact on me, like overall. But with if I wouldn't have gone through that, I wouldn't be who I am today. Like and I, I love myself, even though I fucking have gone through so much shit, disappointed myself with the actions I've chose to do. Like, I, I still love myself. Like, I wouldn't trade my life for any other life, you know? Like, I'm just grateful to be here and like how much I've progressed because I've actually taken the time to invest in myself now. Because before I wasn't, I was just filling voids. I was fucking you know going to parties fucking doing drugs drinking like all that shit just to not deal with it I wasn't dealing with it like on some real shit 
I wasn't. And then that's why it it's taking me so long to really get myself in a good place mentally. Cause it felt with me mentally. And now I'm finally like getting myself back and building that like solid platform, you know, to like be able to fall back on myself. Cause I totally lost myself. But now I can really rely on myself mentally, like, you know? So yeah, that was like a really big point for me, like turning point. Yeah, I'd say relationships are, I, I, I'd say people don't give the credit about relationships. Like when I say that, I mean, people don't realize how much it can make or break you. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it, I like to compare it to the loss of a loved one. So like, let's say, um, I don't know if you've had any family member die or anyone you know. You, you, you probably have, right? Someone that's not yeah. here anymore. It, I say the same as that because when you're in a relationship, and it's not a good one, meaning you don't even know yourself, you don't love yourself, you're kind of just in there because you love this other person. Yes. And then you're around them 24-7, you know. So your brain is wired to this point of like, okay, I'm going to see this person tomorrow. Like, you know, that's my dopamine rush. So once, you know, you guys break up, and as, as how non-messy a breakup is at the end of the day, there's no right way to go on. There's always gonna be like feelings from one person or another, right? So once, you know, once that's over with, now your brain's going through withdrawals because it's mourning, you know, it's mourning the loss of this person you had. And whether it was a messy breakup to where now there's no contact, it's like, it's kind of the same as losing someone. Mm-hmm. Losing the life of someone because it's like one you will never see that person again that we know of that we can say you're sure of, and the other one is you will never get that same version of love from that person or the same version of that person ever again. Now it's just memories. They're they're both just memories. Yeah, I agree. You know? And so that's why I, I think like like when people come up to me like hey like. Like, I can't get over my ex. It's like, I understand why. I completely yeah. understand. Because we, we don't tell people how, how, how to deal with it. We, we tell people, and, and, and this happens mostly with guys, too. It, like, every guy says this to me. Like, recently when I went through this breakup, they were like, oh, well, it's cool, bro. Like, you'll find, like, another one. Just go around. Just go get another girl. It's like... You wouldn't tell someone that lost a loved one, like, oh, it's fine, bro. Like, there's more people here. Like, people are still alive. Or, like, you wouldn't tell someone, like, hey, nah, like, it's cool, bro. There's, like, yeah, they're gone, but look at that girl over there, you know? So it's like we don't deal relationship loss at the same, like, same importance yeah it's more like nowadays it's more like eh, uh i'll get someone else and i'm good you know like what the fuck um 
what about like healing and like working on yourself? Like mm-hmm. how, how are you going to do that in a short amount of time? You just jump from a relationship to a relationship. Like you're not at that point, they're just filling voids. They're not working. What's really going on inside, you know, like obviously there's, there's problems. There's, there's problems. Like, and I, I do see that a lot where I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck? They're in another relationship. Like how they were just with this person that they're with this person. I'm like, how do you have the mind space to take, like, to get to know people like that in such a short amount of time and then keep doing that and doing that? Like, how do you have energy for that? Like, how do you do that? I don't know. It's when you don't have the energy to put the love into yourself, you have the energy to put love into multiple people. Yeah, makes sense. Because cause I've been in that situation. I've, I've been on both sides of the table. One side where, you know, I'm, I'm with somebody and I leave them, then I go find somebody else the next one. And then I'm on the other side of the table where I see my significant other do that. So it's like, I understand both sides of the coin. Where one side, the reason I did it was because, first of all, I could say I wasn't speaking straight, but that's obviously a lie. It's more of like, I wanted something easy that would fill the void. Yeah, exactly. And the, when when you finally are on the other side and you see this happening, you're like, damn. Like, it's going to hit you. Like, you're going to yeah. lose that person, whoever you're with, because they're disposable. Because in your eyes, you know, you, you, you think you care for them. You know, this is a great relationship, but subconsciously they're just there to fill a void so they're they're disposable so once you see that you're like damn like you're gonna miss me and it's gonna hit hard but i'm not gonna be there when you do you know i think i think you kind of so if you're on the side so like let's say let's say this relationship one person broke up with the other person with someone else the next day the other person is you know doing healing themselves if you're on this side what i'd say is that you know what you do what you want truthfully but the truth is like that's kind of disrespectful to the person you were just with and at the same time it's it's not any good for you but then i'd say to this person as well like you have to realize like the reason you're doing this instead of what the other person is doing is because you're a better person. And it's sad to say it like that, but some people just don't deserve other people. Yeah, you know I mean? it's true. So it's kind of like all fucked up. Like, like I personally see it, that if you're in a relationship and you break up with somebody, I think the right thing to do well if it's if you guys broke up for something dumb i don't think you should, i should have broken up at all you know i think there's some things in a relationship where you don't need to break up it's it's an easy fix you know yeah but if you feel the need to break up then it's like okay you kind of have to go your own directions i don't believe in this okay let's be friends because i don't think two people who were such in love can just break up one day and just be friends. Cause it's like, yeah, 
what the fuck like i know i feel that shit 100 it's like you can't do that you there's no fucking way like i don't know i me personally there's no way i could just be friends with someone that i was with for like over like a few years you know like there's no way that you know like yeah yeah like this makes sense it's like if i'm the exes that are friends were because they never really loved each other in the relationship. They were they were never supposed to be with each other from the beginning. Exactly, <laughs> like that's just how it goes. Like I, so I, so I have a best friend. We dated in like elementary, but that's because we dated in elementary. Like it meant nothing. So that's why we're just such great friends because that's what we were meant to be instead. You know. Yeah, yeah, I get that. But yeah, like I don't. But I also don't get the whole thing of like oh, like, I feel out of love. Like, I don't love you anymore. Like, I don't, that's not a thing. It's like, if you don't love someone anymore, it's because you don't put the effort to love them. I I think it is a thing. I think you can fall out of love, you know? Mm-hmm. Because Ow. you could be in love with someone. Because you could, because, I don't know. I just feel like, it gets to a point where it's like, say, it's just really, really toxic, like really toxic. And you love this person mm. so much. And it's to the point where it's like, you got to kind of like make a decision to like better yourself, you know, and like see them for what it really is because love will blind you. You know, it will blind you. So once you realize this person isn't good for you anymore and you're just seeing them from what for what they really are now, not through love, but for what they really are, you don't love them anymore. You don't love you still have love Mm. for them, but you're not in love with them like you used to be. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, because I just I just feel like that, like, yeah. If someone's showing you someone's mistreating you and you love them you're in love with them and you don't fuck with that obviously you're gonna fall out of love with them you that's that's not love that's not love mm-hmm. do you think it would be like lust it's, it's like so every relationship goes through like a period of lust you know but then after that it's like if it's really love it sticks you know what i mean yeah do you think like that whole like love blinds? It's more of like a this infatuation, this lust for that person blinds, like this. Yeah. Helpless romantic Def- type thing. Definitely, like I fuck. I totally forgot. Can you, what were we talking about? <laughs> So you're talking about, um, but how like it's actually lust, like lust is what blind kind of. Man, I totally lost my train of thought. I was gonna say something, but. <laughs> it's cool. So but yeah, I'd say, and. Not like for me too. I think it's a crazy thing because with me, I'd say I've only
I've only probably been like in love or like in love or the act of loving like a couple times in my life, like in a relationship, right? And it's like, it's like faith in a way. So like faith is like you have belief in something. You're putting yeah. the work to believe in something. I think love is the same thing. Hate is the same thing. Like you, like you don't just hate something just because you hate something. You hate it because you want to hate it. You hate it because you tell yourself, oh, I want to hate that. Same thing with love. Um, but I think now we don't really see it as much. Or the, like the innocent love. You know, like as a kid, you know, you love everybody. Like love is just amazing. You see all these You're TV just shows. Pure, like, yeah. yeah, pure energy. Just raw like, energy. And then we get into this. I mean, somehow we kind of get into this thought that lust is love. Like, oh, um, like if they treat you this certain way, or like this is how a certain relationship should be, and that's how it should be forever. And it's kind of like we lusted for that, you know? Yeah. We kind of forgot that innocent love thing. I you know feel like I mean? that has, I feel like that has a lot to do with social media and how society has put a picture on what love is supposed to be like and what life is supposed to be like. They made this image in people's heads, like kids, the future. They put that image in our heads to think, oh, we need to find love this young. We need to be in a relationship. We need, we need to be able to relate to these relationship goals, you know? Like they mm -hmm. put that in our fucking brain. And that, like, that's the whole reason why I even, like, got into that relationship is because, you know, like, during that time, we were, like, 12, 13, like, that's when everyone's trying to, like, have a girlfriend, have a boyfriend, you know, like, just yeah. to, just because everyone's doing it, you know, mm -hmm. but it's, like, you, sh you shouldn't be worrying about that. Like, I really wish I didn't worry about that at that age, because you need to build shit for yourself first before you start go, going and sharing that with other people, you know? Cause like, how are you gonna give shit out when you don't have it for yourself? That doesn't make sense. Just like, how are you gonna give out money if you don't have that extra money to give out, you know? Exactly. So like, how are you gonna give out that love if you don't even have love for yourself? That doesn't fucking make sense. You can't go and love someone. And it's like, when people think you need other people to make you happy, like, no. You make yourself happy and you share your happiness with other people. You share that. You don't make people happy. You don't rely off people for happiness. You don't. You have to be de dependent. You can't rely on other people, you know? Like, you have to be your own source of happiness and be your own source of, like, relying, like, being able to rely on someone, which should be yourself before you really even think about being with someone yeah i yeah i learned that the best way we can be happy is when we give to other people but then when you think about that like if being happy is can be helped a lot by just giving then why can't you give to yourself you know um like i don't think it's I feel like it's just more like 
being able to generate that happiness yourself and sharing it, not giving it to people like, you know, like they think they have to be around you because they're happy around you. But it's like, they're going to have to be alone. They're not going to always be with you because you're giving them happiness. Like they came into this world alone. They're going to go out alone. So you have to learn how to fucking make yourself happy and kick it with yourself and really, because that's how you know yourself. That's how you get to know yourself. And you know yourself better than anyone else. Like you don't want anyone coming over and telling you how you act and this, this and that. Only you fucking know. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking right. Uh, I think it just comes, yeah, like you're right, it just comes down to this basic thing of like you really just have to be there for yourself. You just have to be your own person. Fuck, um, are you okay? Yeah, fucking people keep calling me. Well, fuck, we hit the two hour mark. So, right. that, I mean, that was pretty easy, don't you think? You were nervous. Yeah, that, that was, <laughs> it was really good. I, I I really liked it. I really liked it. Mm. We were just talking, just basically just speaking our minds. I love okay. that. All right. Well, I'm a I'm a let you go handle your business, your your phone calls, and I'm gonna go on with my day. Thank you for coming on. All right. So, no, um, thank you for letting me. I like great opportunity. Thank you. Mm. When will you post See, this? Today. Probably, what time is it right now? Probably like 4.30. It'll be up. Gotta convert it. And right, you gotta download it. Send me the link when you do okay. so I can post it on, on my Snap. Of course. All right. Thank you. Have Sounds a nice good. day. All right. You too. I'll see you later.